Hello, and welcome back to Dive In with Exo Swimmer Girl XO. I am your host, Exo Swimmer Girl XO on TikTok, Exo Swimmer Girl XO on Twitter, Exo Swimmer Girl XO underscore on Instagram, and also in the physical realm, Catherine. I hope you've had a great week. We have a lot to talk about today, so we're going to dive into this week's topics. First on the docket, last week's episode, I dressed being canceled. Um, and this is due to the fact that I went to Hawaii. And I don't know if it's considered manifestation because I was almost fully canceled. I, I, The closest I've gotten to being canceled was this past week, but... I want to address Hawaii quickly um, on here because I had addressed it last week and I want to give some backstory. Obviously, if you're new to the podcast, my name is Catherine. I'm from Massachusetts and I just moved to like Orange County area. Please don't come and kill me. From the East Coast, people often don't say exactly where they live, but everybody in California is friendly and Orange County is relatively large anyway. I moved across the country from everybody that I've ever known and loved. I had a couple things happen during that time that I will never discuss online because they're like personal. Um, and I had just moved into this new place and I just like was getting used to not being homesick. And I go on TikTok, which usually was like a place of solace for me, I guess. And someone kept commenting on all my videos and they were like, how do you feel about going to Hawaii when people from Hawaii who are indigenous to Hawaii, like Hawaiians do not want you going? And honestly, on top of everything I was doing, I just didn't need it. And it really bothered me. And it bothered me because I felt bad immediately. And I don't know if it's the ADHD. I think ADHD doesn't help playing into it, but I don't. Like I get tongue tied often, which is funny why I have like a podcast and a TikTok. So I was like, I don't know how to tell them that's not what I meant. And like, well, can I go back in time and all this stuff? And I got so angry and I just broke. And last week's episode was totally like valid in how I was acting and feeling. I have had a week here and I just would like to address a week later's thoughts. One, nobody is perfect and everybody cannot like you. The most important person on earth to like you is you. And that's also the hardest person to get to like you most of the time. I was grappling with that while dealing with this like Hawaii thing. And I think it got kind of melded together in my brain. And so while what I said was what I felt, I do want to say I have read a ton um, and I've been like listening and learning that indigenous Hawaiians are not a huge fan or some indigenous Hawaiians are not the biggest fans of tourism in the country. I did not plan the trip to Hawaii. I decided to go on the trip to Hawaii knowing this information. And so if you are an indigenous person to Hawaii and that offended you, I want you to know I apologize for offending, offending you. I made that choice. And like I can be accountable for the decisions I make. That is a choice I made. I do hear you. I also would like to tell everybody, um, if you're new to following me, excuse me for the sniffle, and I just burped to the side. I don't know if you could hear. Anyway, if you're new to following me, I have ADHD, which means my brain has a difficult time understanding different neurostimuli. And the way to get through to me for the majority of my life and a lot of the text online of getting through to people with ADHD, quote unquote, getting through was with aggression. I'm gonna tell you that that is not how to get through to me. It makes me shut down. And so if you want to communicate to me online and you think she's probably gonna get that this is positive or whatever, I don't need to make it sound positive. Uh, a positive 
I guess what I'm saying is like positive messages allow me to respond faster than a negative one because I shut completely down. And I don't know if this is going to suffice to everyone. And the point is for not in a weird way, this point, the point of this is to not suffice to everybody's like, I'm not going to appeal to everybody. But for me, I wanted to say that I understand that indigenous Hawaiian people do not want people going to Hawaii right now. I have listened to that information. I decided to go to Hawaii. It was a choice I made. I'm accountable for that decision. I have, I don't want you to think that you're not heard. Just because I didn't do what you would have rather I do, I have heard why you should not go. And defending a choice can sometimes, I think, ease its way into like making an excuse. And I know when I feel hurt, I don't want an excuse for why someone hurt me. I want them to know they hurt me. And so I want you to know I do hear you. And I understand watching somebody who is a proud ally of black indigenous people of color go there could make you sound like, oh, well, she doesn't know what she's talking about. And I just want you to know I'm hurt. You might not want to say that I'm an ally anymore. And that is a decision you get to make that is completely valid within you. Next topic. I... Of all the reasons I have been nervous to post online, I never thought posting about moving to California would garner so much negative attention. I posted two videos last week about observations, observ observations, observations that I had in California as somebody from the East Coast, just like kind of tongue in cheek, not even tongue in cheek because that's usually making fun. They were just kind of like lists I was doing to make myself feel less homesick, like things that I thought were interesting. And I posted it like things from the West Coast to the East Coast because I liked the I liked like the phrasing of East Coast girl out West. I thought of that randomly and I was like, oh, I like it. Also because I'm a 27 year old young woman and I'm not where I am from. I'm not used to saying directly where I live. Like I'm not used to posting that online. There is a safety issue. I had somebody like months ago. I mean, we all know I had somebody like the beginning of the year try and like send me things who was like messaging immediate family members, like explicit, bizarre, concerning messages. So I just thought the vaguer, the better. And sometimes I do want to let people like that's the information I've heard online that the more vague you can be sometimes about like going away. I remember having like a conversation that in the fourth grade, people were telling us we were all on Neopets and we had like a police officer come to our high school or our, what was it? Elementary school. And they were like, if you go away, don't tell people until you come back because someone could break into your house or hurt you. And I just, anyway, that's why I said things about the West Coast. I just, they were, to me, this is the West Coast, right? Like I'm from the North Shore of Massachusetts. I diagonally could not, I am like the diagonal opposite right now, like on a map. And it's funny because I know people in my mind, people from California are all like, sun-kissed and lovely and stunning and that's true a lot of people fit those narrative but it's also like lacrosse was huge in the north shore like everybody in the north shore of massachusetts had seen played lacrosse we had a club lacrosse team they were really cool i've brought it up here and the people i've spoken to haven't really played it as much we don't have as many private catholic schools in the north shore of massachusetts that i'm from because massachusetts brags about having some of the best public school systems in the country and many people are proud to go to public school in massachusetts that doesn't mean that there aren't private schools in massachusetts just it wasn't as prevalent as where i am now in orange kind of feels like everybody went to private school if you went to private school out here, most of the time it was like BC high and like it says it's prepping you for a school or it's boarding school. 
There's just tons of differences that are kind of cool and nuanced and I like liked pointing them out. I made two videos and I genuinely didn't think anything of them and they were, I thought, well, obviously I thought something, I thought they were kind of cool to just not, like to use TikTok as a diary. Sometimes I get in my head and I'm like, well, should I post or should I not? And I have, I have this thing that if I post something and I don't think, like, and I instinctually am not thinking twice about it, I just posted. So I posted that, didn't think anything of it at all. Come back online, the first video was getting like over 100,000 views, which I was like, whoa, okay, that's nice. Uh, the next day I noticed some more stuff. I was like, oh, maybe I'll make another one. Blows up. And the, <laughs> the comments I was getting, I was like, people were like, girl, do you not know Washington is on the West Coast? Some of them were funny. I mean, the hate was a lot. And I think growing up people, I always learned that you should say something, not write it because tone is always lost. And I think in comments, that's why comments can be so funny and also so hurtful because the tone in which someone says something is completely lost. Um, some of the stuff was like a lot. Um, it was, I mean, one of my favorite comments was someone was like, leave the, like, leave California, leave the West coast. We all hate you. Like, don't ever come to San. It was like, I guess processing it, I was like laughing. Everybody saw it who I know here now because like TikTok geo-targeted it to people from California. At one point, I genuinely felt, like I feel now a little, I don't know how I feel. I felt after reading those comments, like everybody from every subsect of California hates me. I saw, I had my first hate video. Somebody made a video, they stitched my video and they were like, I don't mean any disrespect, but get out of here. We're tired of you and people like you. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, I've made it. Um, I didn't really think I made it. I was like, ow. And then I was like, okay. Somebody was like, girl, you're from one of the implant LA areas, which is funny because I've been to LA once. I visited Nick like three times before moving here and I went to LA no, yeah, once. I went one time. I've not been since. And I don't really, like, I was laughing or whatever, but it was just crazy. And, like, people would be, like, as a native Angelino here, which I didn't know that that was, like, a phrase. And so I, like, didn't understand it. And they were, like, basically saying, I'm from Los Angeles and I don't want you here. It just is a lot. And I know I've heard a lot of creators talk about it. And honestly, every time they do, it seems kind of like it gets lost sometimes on people, I think, because people are like, oh, whatever. It's so cool. You post stuff online. You must make a million dollars, which is like wild. And you must have such a glamorous life. Wild. I also think seeing somebody post something online in your head, you're like, you get attention and you asked for this, which again, really toes a line of like you're asking for it in consent, right? I think I internalize a lot of that for myself. I say like, I've posted something online. I have asked for it. I don't like talking to myself like that. And so it's a long winded way of saying I was literally canceled by people were tagging this man, like TK California. They're like, get her. I was like, what? Like, what is going on? I heard the East Coast was supposed to be mean. It was just, it was a lot. Someone was like, this girl obviously has three friends. You're such an idiot the the they started to be repetitive people like you haven't been to all part of west coast that type of hate is like a certain type of hate that i was like okay i am just they're just projecting and like this can be funny but within there there were some comments about people who i read like a lot of them and i i stopped looking at them like i can't like i'm like i don't know like it just gets lost some of them got to me and I've been thinking about them. And so I just posted a TikTok. I wonder, hopefully it won't get too much negative press, but I understand 
that people don't like generalizations. And so basically my most recent thing that I learned from the West Coast is that people within California, I mean, granted, remember, I'm from Massachusetts, a really, I think one of the smallest states, not like Rhode Island is or D.C., the area of D.C. is considered a different district, whatever. Massachusetts is one of the smallest states. Going to Maine is a is equivalent. I'm trying to get used to this place. So I'm making everything in my mind of my life. Like I'm like, oh, when I go here, it's as if I was going to Vermont. When I go here, it's like I'm going to Florida. I literally live in the equivalent of like a Florida geography. That's the closest geography to where I could get to. And I'm from Massachusetts. And there's like a five hour flight or a four hour flight to Florida. I'm very out of home right now. So I realized that the different parts of California, like different regions of California, are really proud that they're different than one another. Similar to how in New England, like anybody who met me in college would know one of my biggest pet peeves on earth is that when somebody from New Hampshire is like, I'm from Boston. I'm like, no, you're not. You're from a different state with a different capital. And it bothers me. So I understand why like my video bothered people. And I made a video basically saying that um, if you like you wanted to check it out, you don't have to. But anywho. Because I learned that. Um, I've also learned that native people who are native to San Diego do not want people moving to San Diego because people who live in San Diego can't afford. And this is just some people. Nobody speaks for everyone, I guess. But um, yeah, learned a lot about being soft canceled. Some of the stuff was hilarious that people were like commenting. I actually actively laughed out loud. Some of the stuff was so kind, like Californians were like, we don't speak for everyone. And some of the stuff was wildly cruel. And just a reminder that like, I have never and can tell you this with 100% certainty will never ever leave an anonymous hate comment on any post ever. I do not understand the thought behind it. Maybe it's because I was oh somebody was like this is why she was bullied because she's smug and can't take feedback. I was like ouch <laughs> like oh, I'm getting kind of kind of close to home on that one. But I do not understand the mental state you have to be in to feel as though leaving something that is that vicious and full of vitriol is okay. And because of that, I have a lot of pity for anybody who is in that state. Like I've met a couple people from here. Somebody, I like a couple people I've known, somebody's like, uh, oh, so-and-so, like I'm blocked by somebody's account and they like bla bragged about it. I'm like, why are you bragging? This is a, a real person on the other end of the screen. Social media can be an amazing tool to connect people and make you feel less alone. That's what I love social media for. I don't understand why social media is used as a tool to make people feel more lonely. I think you can just scroll on by. But I digress. I apologize for the generalizations and I understand. I've learned them. I also, another thing people kept saying was like, this is a white experience. And that's something that I'm honestly open to learning more about without making somebody feel like they're on blast, I guess. Um, I am like an ally of Black Lives Matter. I am a white person. And so the people that the people I've met, even if they are not white, my experience is white because I am white. And so I don't want to come over here and assume that my experience is the only experience in the world. I've had a couple of haters be like, you have a platform, like when do you uplift black voices? And I'm like, okay, responding to this feels as though I'm now tokenizing voices that I value and I don't really want to do that. So I don't understand. Um, I like the conversations we have, you and me. I don't want to be an interviewing show for many reasons. I literally cannot stop talking. I inter interrupt all the time. I'm not going to change myself 
just because I'm just not going to do that. I don't know if that would work well. Maybe. I mean, I guess never say never. But um, with that said, I'm aware that my experience is white centered and I apologize because I don't want that to make people think that the only experience in the world is a white one. It's not what I want people to think. I will do my best. I will continue to uplift voices of people who don't look like me and don't have the same experience as me because frankly, like that's what I like to follow. I, a couple of years ago decided I like edited everyone I followed on social media and I don't like following people who look like me or act like me because it's just boring. So I understand that maybe I'm the 10th video in a row that somebody has seen of another blonde white girl moving across the country to talk about things that are generic. And I apologize if your experience is consistently being reminded of how different you are. And I understand how seeing me can just remind, it's like, here's another girl who thinks she knows what she's talking about. So I apologize. I want you to know that I am very sorry. Other than that, um, I guess next text topic, um, maybe the weirdest pivot on earth. I am not going to ever have, I'm like, I'm not an interview show. I have like Andrew Tate on whatever this weekend. That would be very funny. This weekend I went to a farmer's market with Nick and our friend Megan. It was so fun. Um, we hung out with his family. They're lovely. I love our friends and family here. Um, I hope Megan doesn't mind me like doxing her, but anyway, we hung out with her. It was awesome. Um, I also have like, I don't listen to a ton of podcasts. I used to, um, when I used to work in sales, I was like driving everywhere. I always listened to podcasts. Nick listens to a ton of podcasts and he's like a loyal, not a ton, but like he's a loyal listener of them and it's like adorable. And recently Andrew Tate has been on everybody's like, you know, for you page for he's so agitating. And I listen, like sometimes Nick will play like, like tiny meat gangs pocket. And I love Cody and Noel. And they were talking about him. And so I decided to listen to the B like a, I think Noel had a good thing to say. He was like, I think these podcasts are bringing Andrew Tate on and you know, it's going to get views, but you know, it's just going to give him another platform to like spew his information. And I'm like, that's true. And then after that, I watched like the BFFs podcast where they interviewed him. And I just got to say, I actually couldn't make it through it. Like I was like, this man is so agitating and so wildly exhausting to listen to. Like I cannot, I got to the part cause I've seen the TikTok clips. Um, and Dave at one point was like, that's crazy. And I'm like, this man is crazy, like whatever. Um, but it reminded me of how lucky I am to have Nick. Um, obviously I'm not a supporter of Andrew Tate and I've never really ever dated one and never planned to. But it also reminded me of like, I used to be in relationships with people where it felt like I was talking to Andrew Tate 24 seven and it's so exhausting. And what's funny is I don't think I was aware of how exhausting it was until I left it. Like that was very similar to my relationship that I ended. Um, you're just tired all the time and that becomes the norm. And I want, I'm very incredibly grateful and thankful for where I am in life. And I just want to pay respect to the fact that there was a very well, relatively recent version of me that didn't think that I would be here. There was a version of me within the past three years, August 1st, 2020. I was crying myself to sleep at night. I think I had, wow. What's funny is I think August 1st, 2019, I downloaded TikTok or like in August, it's August 1st and I'm recording this um, for the first time. I had just moved in with somebody who, I, who I didn't know at the time, like I was miserable, but I thought that was supposed to happen. 
because I was understanding that ADHD made me different. And I was like, maybe my idea of happy isn't really happy. Maybe I don't understand what normal is. Maybe this is always going to be my life. And I did so many things. I tried so many things. I applied to grad school. I like worked within, I changed jobs. I did all this stuff to try and fix a life that I was just so like, it was like this undercurrent of misery and I was exhausted, just fully physically exhausted. And I finally ended a relationship like over a year later. And I just, I want you to know if you found my information, actually it sounds kind of creepy, but if you found me because you've been in a similar state, like I want you to know I, I love you and I see you and I believe that you will get to a point in life that everyone deserves to get to a point in life to recognize how to have things not be as tiring. And I guess when I see content that reminds me of a mental state I used to be in when I was tired all the time, makes me sad. Couples make me think that way. I was around a couple in the past seven years, seven months, I guess, um, of relationships that reminded me of my exes. Like when I'm in spaces or seeing stuff on TV and I get this residual like feeling of like dread and sadness and pity because I recognize the circular fighting. I recognize the all of the Gottman Institute's like worst things to like the stonewalling. I w recognize how tired these people are and I remember how constantly tired I was and how because it was so consistent I thought that that would always be how I felt. And I think among all of the things that meeting Nick has brought me of like so much joy and happiness and excitement and love, like peace really has been the one that I didn't think I would love as much as I do. And it's just the best feeling. Like I, we wake up like early, we do so much in our day, like everything with him, the more difficult things in life, like coordinating or logistics, everything is easier because I do it with him. And I just wish everybody to have that same exact experience. And I know it will look different for everyone because at the end of the day, I think we all deserve our burdens to be lightened by somebody that we're with. You know, we get to, I feel like why not, why partner with someone if not, if they're not going to make your life feel brighter. Now I'm not trying to say like, you need to have a savior complex, you know, that's like for another time. But Nick just makes every part of my day and my life so bright and we just fit and I think that a lot of times when people leave relationships when I left my ex I was so afraid that I was a jerk because I was like I hate breakups because other the two other relationships I'd been in the guys had, had left me and so I was like well I'm gonna be sad again why would I pick to be sad again and so I was hyper focusing on little things that didn't fit because I felt like saying I was miserable wasn't good enough and I want you to know it is or hot take, not wanting to be in a relationship, not wanting to date who you're with is perfectly valid reason enough to not be in a relationship. In my opinion, you deserve to be in a relationship with somebody who loves to be in a relationship with you. And so if you are not happy where you are and you don't want to be with somebody, that person deserves someone who wants to be with them. So you leaving them is like the kindest, most humane thing to do. And I believe this with such sincerity. And I believe it as somebody who some of my friends or people I knew in my past and have known growing up used to be like, that's so cold. You're asking for all this pain. And I believe it as somebody who 
My intention has never been to cause any pain or harm to anyone. You know, and it's uncomfortable to recognize things when it's, it's just uncomfortable to recognize things that you think are going to cause change when you don't like change. And I just want you to know if you're in that place, I love you. And I don't think there's anything wrong with what you're doing. And at the end of the day, all of us have different paths to being happy. Focusing on listening to your body because you know what's best for you. I personally think, and I don't know many things, I think that's the easiest way to the path to happiness. Maybe I'm wrong. But at the end of the day, I ended a relationship and right after it, I was so afraid that my life would get more hard and I would have to, move, like I moved out and I was like, it's gonna be so difficult. And it was, it really was. I moved into my, my childhood home. My friends were like, why'd you end it? I had to keep repeating the story. People were like, really? And I was like, uh-huh. And I, I, everything was hard. It was. I ended it because we weren't fit. Every day I realized how much we didn't fit. And it was exhausting to try and piece things that weren't supposed to fit. And I didn't meet Nick immediately after. I dated and I was single and I hadn't, and when I, I, I can, I can tell you with all the certainty in my body that if there is a little voice inside you that is telling you, you deserve something that fits a little better, I believe you do. Because as someone who, um, when I met Nick, it was immediate and it was instant and I just, we fit so well, specifically in every single way, but specifically I've noticed so many of these little things that I didn't fit with anyone else. And I notice them because when I see him do something for me or I do something for him, it's this like breath of peace and this breath of like the energy didn't need to be put in because we just, they we were going this way anyway. And I'm not just trying to brag about my life. I'm just trying to tell you that I believe you deserve that same amount of breathe, of breathe, of peace. You deserve to breathe. And Sometimes the path to peace is hard. Sometimes the path to peace is lonely. But what's meant for you is never going to pass you. And sometimes you were meant to go on a longer path to peace, but that doesn't mean the peace is going to pass you. I'm going to end it there. I love you all very much. I hope you have a wonderful week. Feel free to follow me on TikTok, Instagram, whatever. Um, I love you and I will see you next Tuesday. Bye.